Hello, listeners, and welcome to Talk to Touch, the weekly podcast where I discuss living an LGBTQ plus life to build a strong and united community, because connection starts with open conversation. I am your host, Denver Shy. Hey, everybody. How are you? How are you doing? Welcome to another fantastic day. Mind you, I don't know what time of day it is you're hearing this. It could be morning, could be evening, but I'm going to welcome you to the day anyway. At the moment, the sun is shining. It has been raining. I do love hearing the sound of the rain. Do you? I love that sound. There's something about it. I also like the sound of thunder and lightning, except for when it gets super loud, then it starts to freak me out because it's just so loud. It's funny because humans don't like loud noises. Sometimes they do. I mean, fireworks and things, you can kind of cope with that. But sudden loud noises, yeah, it does does kind of freak you out. Why is that, I wonder? I know there was a reason why we don't like loud noises, but I can't remember what that was. Humans are not good with loud noises. But anyway, how did I even get there? Today's episode, we're talking about how to love your queer body. Now, I know it can be difficult to love who we are, especially when you come under the rainbow flag, when you come under the trans flag, when when you come under the pride flag, because society has a way of saying you don't belong, you don't fit what they consider to be the norm. And it's not to say they're right, okay? There might be a lot of straight cis people out there, that's fine, but does that mean they're the norm? Maybe they're not, but nobody told them. Anyway, I'm joking. Or am I? We all need to learn to love our bodies, our queer bodies. Those of us on that gender spectrum who recognise that the world is not straight. The whole world is not straight. It just cannot be. But those who do not fit into that straight cis world, those of us who don't fit into their ideal, it can be difficult to love who we are and to love our bodies and to respect our bodies and care for them. We might have internalised homophobia or we may have grown up being told we are broken, we need fixing and who we are is not right. But that's not true. It really isn't true. As someone with rich melanin skin, I have been told all my life that I don't fit, that I'm not right, that actually I should always be kept at the back, out of view, out of sight. But I know that's not true. As I've got older, I've learned to love and respect and appreciate who I am, what I look like. The whole five foot ten of me, I've learned to love and respect it. And it's amazing just how different your worldview is when you love, respect and appreciate your body, who you are, what you look like. It can be difficult, especially when society is telling you that you just don't belong. But each person within that society, when they look in the mirror they are also telling themselves that. So in a way, kind of nobody belongs because most of us feel that we don't fit because, I don't know, we've got ginger hair or we're below a certain height or our hands are quite large or we're very curvy or we have no hair. It could be a thousand and one different reasons. There's always something. But when you are LGBTQ+, 
we tend to suffer in a deeper way because everything has always pointed towards us being broken, being wrong, being disgusting, being something unpleasant. And yet that's just not true. The best way to keep people down and hold them back is to tell them that they are broken, they are wrong and there is something wrong with them. It's the easiest way to hold a group of people down. You know you've got divide and conquer but another way is getting people to be divided against themselves, who they are, their body because it becomes difficult then to stand tall and hold your head high. So living unapologetically queer is something we need to learn to do. I'm not talking about walking down the street, waving your flag high above your head, because not all of us have the freedom to do that. In some countries, in some cultures, in some parts, including Britain, it's just not safe to do so. But within your own home, when you look at yourself in the mirror, it's loving what you see, learning to shed that shame of who you are, learning to hold your head up instead of holding it down, looking down every time you walk past people, being unable to look people in the eye because you struggle with who you are and your body and the person you've discovered that you are. It becomes difficult to bloom into your queerness and to love it and to appreciate it. And having that fear of who you are and trying to change it. These are the things that can stop us from living unapologetically queer. If we start to learn to love our bodies, it makes a huge difference to how we show up every day for ourselves, let alone anybody else. Forget everyone else around you. It's how you show up for yourself. It makes all the difference to how you treat you how you see you, how you look after you. So the first thing is to prioritise your well-being because it's very difficult to be there for others, to reach out for others, to be a rock, a strength, a, a representative, so to speak, if you feel ashamed of who you are, if you find it difficult to live in the body that you're in. So when you prioritise your well-being, you might think, well, how would I do that? So what would I do? What can I do? These are really super simple things. And yet, even though they're simple, for some of us, they can be really difficult to do because of how we feel about our bodies. And sometimes the change in how we feel about ourselves begins with action. You can't wait for the feelings to change you have to help and encourage them to change. Or at least that's what I had to do. I had to make an effort every single day until my feelings, how I felt about myself caught up. So for example, pampering. It's for everyone. I don't care where you are on this spectrum from straight to queer and everybody in between. I really don't care where you are. Pampering is for everybody. For example, moisturising. I moisturise my skin every single day, head to toe. No part of me goes unmoisturised and it's my way of loving my skin, loving the skin that I live in. And it feels good. It makes me feel good rather than my skin feeling dry and sore 
Anyone who's ever had eczema or dermatitis knows what that that itchy, dry skin can feel like. And I used to suffer from eczema. Fortunately, I'm able to keep it at bay and I do so well with that now. But when I stop caring for my skin, it comes back. Some of that can be stress related and anxiety related. But I care for myself. I love myself by looking after my skin, especially this skin that I've been told all my life is less than. And I know that's BS. I do now. I didn't at one time. Another way of prioritising your well-being and loving your queerness is sleep. Get a good night's sleep because lack of sleep impairs your reasoning. It increases obesity. It's got heart disease. It reduces your ability to solve problems and your attention span is reduced. You've got an increased risk of developing depression because your body's just exhausted, you're tired. It becomes difficult for your brain to function. Good night's sleep is a way of loving your queer body, loving your body, loving who you are because now you are caring for it and making sure it can function properly, that you can function. Sleep is essential for growth and stress hormones. It's essential for your immune system, your appetite, breathing, helping with your blood pressure and your cardiovascular health. Sleep is essential for your body, your queer body. It needs that. So do everything you can to make changes so that you get a good night's sleep. I've struggled with sleep for years. I am a very light sleeper. I think most of my family are, but I've always been a light sleeper. And it is something that in my habit app, I've actually put um, uh, early night. So by 8.30, I'm going to bed. Lights out no later than 9.30, 10. It takes me ages to get to sleep. So it's a habit that I'm I'm working on. So I go at a set time and I make sure I get up at a set time. So creating that routine and an equilibrium for my body. If I need a kip during the day, I'll be honest with you, I'm not very good at that. That is something that I do struggle to do, though I know it is good for you. Um, I do try to make sure I do it. It's it's a challenge. It's not one of my stre- uh, strong points, but I'm working on it, let's say. The other thing I do, I know this may sound a bit odd, is I make sure I've got nothing under my bed, but it depends on the kind of bed you have. Now, I do have a, I do have feet. I don't have a divan. My bed has feet. And you could put all sorts of stuff under your bed, but I like under the bed to be clear because for me, it just feels like if I've got all sorts of junk stuffed under the bed, it just feels cluttered and I I just don't settle well. And so to have things that's clear and tidy and clean and put away makes all the difference in the bedroom for sleeping, good sex as well, but sleeping in particular, because that way you're not in a cluttered space. I don't know, does cluttered space cause cluttered sleep? I'm not sure. But either way, a tidy aired room is far more relaxing than one that is just piled high with clean and dirty laundry, shoes tossed one way, stuff tossed another, tech that's in your room as well. Keep your bedroom as clear and as tidy as you can. Now, our bed has taken up the entire room and I am not kidding. This bed is, oh God, what size is it? I think it's a super king. And there's only enough room 
for one of us to walk around the side and the foot of the bed and that is it. It's a big bed so we could not afford an untidy room. So hence the room is aired, it's clear, it's tidy and it just helps us get a good night's sleep. You really wanted to hear about my bedroom didn't you? Anyway the other thing you can do for a good night's sleep is to exercise daily and just relax before you go to bed. It's a really great way of loving your body. It's one step that you can learn to introduce for caring for yourself because that's what I'm talking about really. That's what we're talking about. Caring for you, your queerness, your body. Instead of falling in line with what society might say about you, you shed those by saying, actually, no, I'm going to love my body by caring for it. And a good night's sleep is a really good way of caring for who you are, looking after your brain, the way your body functions, because now you will feel better instead of exhausted and fed up. Another thing is quiet. So quiet, please. Taking time out from the bustle and busyness and mayhem of life. It could be 10 minutes, could be five minutes, 15 minutes, whatever time you can find just to step back and give yourself time to breathe. So when I say prioritising your well-being, taking time out from noise is a way of prioritising that well-being. So you're stepping back from the TV, from um, social media, from just the bustle and madness that we are surrounded by on a daily basis because sometimes you just need that moment's silence you know sometimes when you you say do you know what I can't think it's because so much is going on you know if you're at work and people are driving you nuts you might be able to just go to the bathroom and just take time out some moments away when it's your lunch break go out for a walk if there's a park near you go out for a walk, go there, sit in the park, just have that time away. We do need time just to recharge. So when you have that quiet time, doesn't have to be hours, you know, depends on how you choose to use it. Some people will meditate. It's still a way of loving your body, respecting yourself, respecting your queerness by taking space, taking time out. New friends. Now, When you think about the company of the people you keep, and I'm sure I have mentioned this before, how do you feel when you're with them? If they make you feel like crap, they're not the people to hang out with. That's not a way of loving yourself. Because are you making room to fit their needs? Are you sacrificing your needs for theirs? People always say, oh, you got to put other people first. That's not true. That is not true. I do not believe that at all. And if you want to disagree with that, that's just fine. But I would say, how can you show up as your best for others when you yourself need help? There is no way you can show up for other people when you are down, when you are stressed, when you are dehydrated, you're tired. There's no point in being, and I don't mean this disrespectfully, but, uh, you know, There's no point in being the martyr and showing up exhausted and worn out because that's now the other person's going to say to you, oh my God, are you okay? You must show up as your best by prioritising yourself first, your well-being, because it's the only way you can be there for other people. That's the only way that you can look after your queer body, by prioritising your well-being. And if the people you are uh, surrounded by 
are draining you and causing you to sacrifice your well-being, you kind of need to make some changes there. And if they don't even notice that you're not doing well because you're sacrificing everything for them, then you kind of need to look at the friends that you're surrounded by, the people you're with. You can do better with all the people on this planet. You can definitely do better. You do not need to stick with the people that are not working for you. Your happy place. Find somewhere that makes you smile. I tell you what I really love early in the mornings when you go along the go for a walk along the prom it is so beautiful when the sun is almost up but not quite and everything is still it's got it's just the most oh my god it is so peaceful and you got the sound of the sea and the seagulls are giving it large as usual and it's just beautiful Find your happy place. Doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter if it doesn't seem like a happy place to other people. It needs to be yours. It's personal. It could be somewhere where you bring a picnic, you bring a book. You might even bring good friends with you, wherever that happy place. Friends might be your happy place. People you see that just crack you up, that just make you laugh. You can look at them, they look at you and it's almost like you just have this joke and you just start laughing. People that just make you smile. So wherever your happy place is, find it and cherish it and utilise it. It's another way of caring for your queer body. I know I've just mentioned friends, but also the other point I wanted to mention about that is being with people who hold you with care. And what I mean by that is people who respect you, the people who will listen to you and people who will not try to fix you. They are the ones that will love you for who you are as you are. If you want to make personal changes to your character, to what you do on a daily basis, like I said earlier, I'm talking about the habit app. There are changes that I'm making in my life. That's me making my changes. I'm not making them for anyone else but myself. There are things I want to do with my life, things I want to achieve, things I need to do and changes I have to make if I want to get to those places. So I'm doing them for myself, not for anyone else. No one's trying to fix me and set me these rules. These are projects I'm setting for me. It's my way of loving and respecting my queer body. So being with people who respect you, people who will listen and people who will not try to fix you. The next one's a bit of a challenge because it's stop doing what you hate. Now, I've been in some really crappy jobs. I am not joking. When I say crappy jobs, I mean crappy jobs. But it's difficult when you have a job that you hate. Do everything, everything within your power to get out of that job and make changes. If you have to take evening classes, classes online, retrain in something, it doesn't matter what it is, do it get out of that job because being in a place that makes you miserable, a job you hate, miserable bosses, oh my God, they there are so many of them. Mind you, there are mis- miserable employees and I must admit, I was one of them when I was in jobs I hated. I got out as soon as I could. Your body, your queer body cannot feel loved, cherished, and respected if you're in a job you hate because every day you wake up you look at the ceiling and it's oh my god I've got to go to work 
you know, you want to turn the alarm off and climb back under those sheets. But if you are doing something that matters to you, that inspires you, encourages you, that makes you feel freaking awesome, you're not going to have a problem getting up and you're always going to feel inspired. You can have your tired days because no matter how much you love what you do, there's always times when you think, oh, I just don't feel like it today. And that's all right. That's okay because that's life and that's just how we work sometimes. But finding something that you love to do that you really enjoy is important and it matters. So do everything you can to change that job you do. Don't just talk about it. Make some changes. Get your habit app out and mark things in there that will take you on the journey to making those changes that will give you those steps. Think about where you want to go because your body, your queer body deserves a job you love a career you love, a future you love. You need each day to matter because you're not on this planet that long. Why spend most of it in a shitty job that makes you miserable with people who are also miserable? It's just a big pool of misery. I just want to end with letting you know that you are valuable. And I know people might say to you, you matter, you are valuable. But it's true. And you know what? If you don't believe it, nothing I say is going to change that. Find a way, whether it's taking quiet time, whether it's reviewing your friendships, finding your happy place, getting good moisturiser. I don't care where you are on that gender spectrum. We all need moisturiser because our skin is the largest organ of the human body and it needs love. Show that body some love. Your queer body needs love. Love it with the food that you eat, that nourishes it, that helps give it that energy, that vitality. You are so important. You are so precious and you do matter. And I know sometimes we feel like the world hates us or nobody loves us, nobody understands us. I have said those words before. No one understands me you know what? Sometimes I've not understood myself. Sometimes I've not even wanted my own company. But you do matter. And we all have our days where we feel fed up. But you are important and you matter. Your queer body matters. Doesn't matter what anyone else has to say about it. But it- and so I hope that today this podcast has given you food for thought to think about how you feel about your queer body. You may have internalised homophobia. And you know what? We all have our issues. We all have things that, that make us feel bad or guilty or ashamed. But we can do something about it. And I would say make those changes, simple changes, small changes, something that you can do each day to love and respect your queer body. It's the only one you've got. So do everything you can to love who you are and to be your awesome self. Thank you so much for joining me here today on Talk to Touch. Do click the follow button so you will always stay up to date with new episodes wherever you listen to your favourite podcasts like Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Share with someone you think might appreciate this episode or the podcast. That would be marvellous. Do join me here again next week. Whatever you're doing for the rest of the week, have a great time and look after yourself and remember to love your queer body.